Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, February 26, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Senate parliamentarian ruled that the $15 minimum wage we've been talking about for weeks can't be a part of the Senate's COVID relief package. We'll tell you where things stand. Number two, the House Intel Committee still hasn't organized. It's hard to believe given the state of the world. We've got some insight into the politics going on behind the scenes. Number three, President Joe Biden is heading to Texas today. We'll talk about what we're watching as the president makes his first trip to the ravaged state. All right, Jake, this has been big. We've been talking about this $15 minimum wage for the past several weeks, and this will it or won't it be allowed in the Senate package? Yeah, so the Senate parliamentarian, the most powerful person you don't know, unless you're her friend, in which case you probably do know her, um, uh, ruled last night around uh, 7 p.m. It came out that uh, the $15 minimum wage cannot end up in the COVID relief package. That's because the COVID relief package is being passed as a part of budget reconciliation, and it doesn't fit the Bird Rule. Now, the Bird Rule is named after Senator Robert Byrd, who was born, I believe, in 1917. So this is something goes that back a ways. Go- <laughs> yeah, it goes back a little way. I mean, you and I both covered the Senate when Robert Byrd was there. Uh, Robert Byrd died, I believe, in the Obama era uh, and uh, died in, in 2010. And um, uh, this is a measure, basically, that indicates that you can't it just limits what you could put in a fast track budget bill so that all said this is a big deal because joe biden ran on a 15 dollars minimum wage democrats were all amped up on a 15 dollars minimum wage and it's not going to be in this bill now good thing here's the good part progressives uh sorry it's not going to scare any moderates there are some people joe manchin kirsten cinema who didn't like the 15 dollars minimum wage and would have probably voted against a bill with a 15 dollars minimum wage But on the other side, I mean, now every fight in the Capitol is going to be about um, getting the minimum wage in in a package. And uh, uh, it's going to be it's going to I mean, no matter what, I mean, this is going to be the thing for 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 Democrats. All right. So let's step back. Right. The drama of the minimum wage we know is now not going to be in this final package. But here's where we stand. The bill is right now in the House. And what's actually kind of interesting is you have the speaker who says, you know what? We're going to leave the minimum wage language in the COVID package because, as we've talked a lot here on this podcast, she only has a five-seat majority. She needs those progressives, the AOCs of the world, to vote in her chamber for this package. So it lobbies over to the Senate. Likely it's going to be passed later today, maybe Saturday. It could slip. We'll know later uh, this morning on that. But it's likely going to be a mostly partisan vote. House Republicans think that they have their entire conference who are going to vote against this package. There may be one or two. We'll see. And Democrats are going to need to really carry Every vote, they might not lose one, two, or three, but they've really tried hard to keep the everybody in line because of this really tight March 14th deadline. And then it goes over to the Senate, Jake. It goes over to the Senate, and the Senate's going to have to rewrite it, recraft it, put it on the floor, and send it back to the House because there's going to be changes, not least the, the minimum wage is going to fall out in the Senate. So listen, we're in for kind of a, a long, strange trip, as the Grateful Dead said, uh, and um, I, will they get it done by March 14th? We've been skeptical, but I think it's it's fair to say that it's possible at this point. 
All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day, Spy Games. Uh, We have a scoop this morning that the Intel Committee in the House is frozen. It still has not actually been organized or constituted. The members on the Democratic side haven't been named or on the Republican side. Jake, this is, it's slipping, right? I mean, typically this happens in late January, early February, and there's really been no movement on it. There's been no movement and uh, the Intelligence Committee, which again, let's put this in real world, real world context for a second here. Um, The Intelligence Committee uh, oversees all of the, um, the nation's spy institutions, right? The CIA, the everything. I mean, we don't have to even go over it, but the every single spy institution that you can imagine, it's not doing its work. That's a problem, right? I mean, we're in a world where spying and spy games and intelligence is like the most important facet of American foreign policy, American national defense, and we don't have the committee that's supposed to be overseeing it. That's a problem. So, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world, but it would be nice to have our to have our nation's spy infrastructure or spy overseeing infrastructure oversight probably is the word I'm looking for um, uh, in in place. I think the only thing that I want to add to that, which I agree with everything you've said, is the backstory, right? Which is Adam Schiff, the Democrat from California, uh, it would be the leader of that panel in the House. Uh, once it is constituted, the Speaker has said that. But behind the scenes, uh, he is one of the top candidates to potentially uh, go to California and be appointed by the governor uh, if Javier Becerra is successful in being Joe Biden's next HHS cabinet secretary. And it appears that that's going to happen. So there appears to be some California politics happening a little bit behind the scenes. All right, the number three story of the morning. We have President Joe Biden traveling Air Force One down to Texas. Uh, Two things that I think are interesting. One, the fact that he has invited John Cornyn, the Republican senator uh, from Texas, to join him on that trip. It's hard to believe that you'd see uh, a Donald Trump making the same move. Uh, And the number two thing is this is a state that's ravaged been by its electrical grid. No drinking water for many people. They've been dealing with, uh, you know, people just really struggling to get by. And it brings to mind, you know, the real differences between Joe Biden as a leader, who's really been kind of that compassionate leader, um, has really on the campaign trail, you saw that quite a bit, has not been shy of showing his emotions versus, you know, I think of the Trump era and how stilted Donald Trump was when it came to dealing with people at the really emotional level, you know, think of Puerto Rico in 2017 when he threw paper towels into the crowd and how poorly that was received. Yeah. And and let's even take it from a, a, let's take the, um, minimum kind of the the lowest common denominator here. He's John Cornyn's going with him. John Cornyn, a Republican senator. I mean, we never saw Donald Trump take Democratic senators, Democratic members of the House to trips like this um, uh, with him. So, you know, that's even just the most um, that's even the, the, the least you could talk about here. So listen, I would say a few things. I would say that, yes, this is a, a moment, I would say, that Joe Biden's more more suited for than, than Donald Trump, to be to be sure. And um, 
at least he's taking someone with him. You know, Cornyn went to the White House the other day. Cornyn was just reelected. So Cornyn has, you know, I'm not saying Cornyn's going to be like an ally of Joe Biden's, but um, but, you know, it, it's it's notable. And what's interesting is you're going to see Donald Trump with this split screen of speaking at CPAC, the conservative gathering. So definitely something that we're going to be watching. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and a wonderful weekend.